Welcome to the Rookie Runners Podcast, a show that explores the challenges and conversations runners are having as they begin their running journey. We run to become the best versions of ourselves, embrace the process, and enjoy each and every step. Now, here's your host, Ray Gerard. Welcome to episode 11. This is Ray. January 10th, 2021. 2020 is behind us. It was a tough year. But it looks like 2021 is kind of shaping to be just as rough. Hopefully not. Fingers crossed. I'm reminded uh, of something my grandfather used to say. He said, there are no bad days. Some days are simply better than others. When I first heard that, I thought, hmm. That's interesting. That's an interesting perspective. <laughs> but it is a positive way of looking at things, right? And I never forgot it. We must stay positive despite it all, right? I hope you are doing well despite current events and conditions. But speaking of good days and bad days, even as runners, we know that too well. Some days are simply better than others, right? Just the other day, I went out for a run, and I was just not feeling it, man. I I didn't want to be there. But then there are other days I go out and I just crush it. We know that to be a fact. The goal, however, is to stay the course and keep moving forward. That we must do. Speaking of moving forward, my guest today is Matt Simeone. If the name sounds familiar, that's because Matt sat with me on episode three of the podcast. Matt is a self-described unconventional runner. By that, he means that he went from running 5Ks and 8Ks and decided to train for 50K, which he ran successfully. His insights on running will make you think, as well as keep you motivated to do your best. So without further ado, let's move right along to segment two and my interview with Matt Simeone. Hey, Matt. Hey, Ray. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for joining me today. And as promised, we when I interviewed you on episode three, which was uh, at Oak Grove Lake in uh, less than great conditions, it was in the rain, sort of. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I, I said I thought we needed a part two because there was lots more to talk about. You had also made a prediction on episode three. You predicted that on your next 50K, your goal was to finish in the top 10 and under- Four hours and 30 minutes. Not only did you accomplish your goal, but you did better than expected. Let me give the listeners some quick stats, and I'll let you grab the mic. You finished in seventh place, third place in your age group, and in four hours and 13 minutes. That's a 24-minute PR. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about race day, and how did it all work out so well for you? Yeah, sure. Um, So, I mean... For starters, the weather was like perfect. 
it was sunny. It was cold. I think when we took off, it was right around like 34 degrees, which was cold mm-hmm. for sure to stand around the starting line. But um, that was like the perfect temperature to, to really get going. Um, I don't think it got above like maybe 42, 43. So it was like, I mean. Oh, uh, that's picture- perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. I mean, the race was, it was different for sure with COVID. Um, Obviously, you know, you got to wear masks and we went out in heats and, you know, the whole idea was to let, try to let the the slower people who knew they were going to be, you know, take longer time to get out first um, because they didn't change. It wasn't like you have eight hours from when you start. It was, if you go out later, you better be able to finish by 430. So kind of plan accordingly. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, the like 12 or 13 people went up to, to sign up for that first group. And there was like two minutes left before it started. And, and the director guy was like, hey, we've got 11 spots left. Like, who else wants to go? And I looked at my buddy. And I was oh, like, wow. want to go? And we were like, yeah, let's just get it over with. So we ran up there. Um, and the first 25 of us went out, um, which was weird because not really used to no one being ahead of us um Mm -hmm. i it was kind of it was super strange but i ended up i say with air quotes i led kind of wire to wire so nice obviously i finished seventh so people did the race faster but going out first i finished first and that was a really weird Mm -hmm. experience because i'm used to always like being able to chase somebody yeah yeah so it was really hard to tell how I was doing. So you led and, in your uh, corral, you led that group, you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I was the first person to, to finish since I went out early. Okay. Um, other people obviously finished quicker than I did, but they just started later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, yeah, it was just kind of weird always being, being out in front. Um, obviously never experienced that before. But, yeah. I mean, race day was, was awesome. It was I ran with a buddy, and, you know, we both were shooting for 4.30. Okay. And I'm not a big no, – I don't really like numbers and looking at my watch while I was running, so I kind of was like, all right, you you pay attention to the pace and, you know, just kind of set it for us. And we were going pretty good. I think we were running mostly like 8.20, 8.10s for the first couple miles. Yeah. And then I just started feeling really, really good. And – kind of like almost that I was being held back a little bit. So I think after about 10 miles running with him, I just sort of made a personal decision. I was like, okay, I'm, I don't want to leave my buddy behind, but I'm feeling really good. And I think I could do a little better than this. So I just kind of started running my own race. Um, gotcha. And, and you, think, you did pretty well. At what point did you, did you realize that, Hey, you know, I'm going to, not only am I going to beat my predicted time, but I'm going to PR this. Yeah. Um, when did I, I would say probably by like 20 miles, I was starting to have a pretty good feeling. Cause you know, I was watching my watch and every, for a while there I was doing sub eight minute miles. So yeah, I was like, I'm definitely chewing some time off. Um, but it was funny. I was running and I'm sure most people have experienced this, but you just get such a brain fog. And I was trying to do math in my head. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you've been running for three, three and a half hours, I'm 
I could not add the numbers. And I was like, what is, you know, I'm running an eight minute mile. That's four more miles. <laughs> right. I just couldn't do the math. Right, I was like, right. I don't know what I'm going to finish. I know exactly um, what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So, so no, it was good. And I remember getting to the last aid station. I knew there was like, it's about a mile, maybe a mile and three quarters out. And it was right at, what would it, it would have been 1230. And I was like, okay, that's only been four hours. So I was like, if I can do, you know, a seven and a half minute mile, basically two more times, I could be under you know, 415. And okay. um, yeah, sure enough, when I came around that last corner and I saw 413, I was like, oh my gosh, like you would think you kind of have an idea with all the watches and stuff, but I was really sort of just kind of discombobulated in my brain. Yeah. And when I saw that, it was just like, whoa, that's way better than I expected. So I just had a great race. I hit one little wall, like kind of like 26, 27. It's a kind of the worst part, in my opinion, of the the course. It's the hilliest part, and the, the course gets really windy, and my watch started losing some of the my pace times. I looked down at, say, 12-minute mile. And I was like, okay, I know that's wrong. So then I'd get all nervous that I was slowing down. But that was it. I just sort of powered through. I knew I didn't want to give up at that point. I that's great. Up, so. And obviously you are in excellent shape. To, this is only your second 50K, and to be able to run that strong, you are in great shape. So uh, let's talk a little bit about your training leading up to mm-hmm. the race. Uh, how long was training, and what did you do differently in preparing for this race? Yeah, so um, how long have I I'm I run year-round, so mm-hmm. I would say I don't, I don't really think I started training for this race specifically at any given point. Um, I sort of keep myself at a level that if I sign up for a race, I only want to need like three to four weeks to kind of hone in on whatever distance the race is, so... I train year round. Um, okay. I got, I guess I started building up my volume towards maybe July or August. Um, but the one thing that I did differently this year, and I thought it was going to come back to bite me middle of the race was I never did a long run longer than 13 miles. And really, yeah, I had no reason for it. I just, okay. I don't know. It takes a long time. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> it sure does. Uh, sometimes I just get kind of lazy and so- I'm like, well, so here you are, you just ran a, a, a 50K, and during training, you never ran more than 13. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, never that's, did. That's amazing. I thought, yeah, I did think it was going to come back to bite me. Yeah. In that, like, little 22 to 23-mile mark, I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> maybe Ooh. I should have done one or two of these. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know if I'd necessarily recommend it to anybody, but mm-hmm. that's what I did. I mean, I do run 10 to 12 miles a day. Okay, so got I'm you. So pretty, pretty far up there on the, the, um, the volume right. wise. And the thing that I do, which I guess is more non-conventional, is I run just about all my runs at the pace that I want to be at in my race. Got you. Okay. In my brain, that makes sense. Like if you want to run an eight-minute mile, well, you should get really, really, really good at running eight-minute miles to where it's almost second nature. Right. That's interesting, um, and it's worked for you well. Yeah, it's it's worked really well for me personally. I can't speak for everyone, but, you know, I, I look at a lot of these plans and you see, you know, a lot of people will say 80, 20, run 80 percent easy, 20 percent 
you know, hard, mm-hmm. strong. And yeah, I don't know. That just in my brain, it's like, why wouldn't you just run a hundred percent at a hundred percent of what you're trying to get to? Um, so I don't know. Yeah. That's my approach. I mean, yeah. as we said in, in uh, episode three, you were a non-conventional uh, type of runner. You don't follow any specific rules. You just do what works for your body. And a lot of people mm-hmm. can learn from that as well. You don't necessarily need to be doing uh, what you read in a book. Perhaps for some it's required, but for others you might do well doing what you, what you think is best for your body. And yeah, you, some people need that. Yeah, they need to you know check a box. Okay, I did my four today. I got to do six tomorrow. I got to yeah. do fart licks and pace runs on Saturday. And that if that works for you, awesome. It just doesn't work for me. Okay, that's great. Yeah, and we talked yeah. about the fact that you have a blog where you write uh, about your personal experiences. And in one of your articles, you wrote something that captured my attention. You mm-hmm. said, uh, and I quote here, I will win. I can do anything I set my mind to. You don't lose 130 pounds overnight. It's, it's not easy. It was not given to me. It took a ridiculous mm-hmm. amount of time, dedication, and strength. And I think that pretty much says a lot about where your mindset is. And it's one thing to have that mindset, but you've put it to work. How did you apply it day to day in order to get these uh, amazing results? Yeah, well, you know, I think my love for running and stuff, it definitely stems from that initial big weight loss. You know, that's how I lost the majority of my weight was just from running and stuff. Um, And I don't know. I mean, losing 130 pounds – I did it, you know, just strictly by exercise and dieting. Um, and how long did it take you to, to lose that 130, uh-huh. just to, for reference? Yeah, it's, I think I lost 100 pounds in, I want to say, like, maybe 10 or 11 months. But then it took, I mean, it probably took two years to lose the last 40 or 30, 40 pounds. So, okay. Um, yeah, and, and I, that sort of ties into running, and I, I made some notes here, but... Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean that takes a ridiculous amount of work, like I said, and yeah. but so does running. So I always try to think about it. You know, I came that far with that. Um, you know, there's no reason why I can't apply that same sort of mindset to running. Mm-hmm. You know, in weight loss, you hit a lot of plateaus, mm-hmm. and in running, you hit a ton of plateaus. In weight loss, you typically lose a lot of weight quickly, and then it's really, really hard at the end. And that's exactly like running. I mean. As a lot of experienced runners know, you might you might trim three minutes off a mile in the first two years, but then it might take you five years to trim, you know, ten seconds or fifteen seconds. It's such a negative exponential curve. Yes, um, I, I've experienced that. You know, I was doing yeah. my first three years. I've only been running four years, as you know. In my first three years, I was just PRing everything, personal everything, bests, yep. in all my races. Yep. But it seems like I've sort of plateaued a little bit, so I'm kind of watching my body to see how what I need to do in order to get back yeah. on track. Yeah, and the changes that you have to make become so minute and and you know detailed that yeah, it's just really hard. And I've just applied it, applied that mindset, you know, that I might not necessarily, you know, beat it today, but if mm-hmm. I stick with it for a week or a month or a year you know, chances are I'll just keep getting better and better. But, no, it's frustrating. I mean, again, I was running – well, I started – I think I – when I started running 10 years ago, I could do a 10-minute mile. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, now I could go out and probably be sub six if I only had to run one yeah. and I was feeling good. But I mean, it's taken me 10 years to, to get down to the mid sevens, yeah. you know, consistently. And that's a long time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be in it for the long haul and you got to be willing to take the setbacks that come along with it and just know if you just stick with it, you know, you will get there. Um, so that's kind of been my, my, mindset and i love some of these people like you and i talked last time offline about you know iliad capoche and his chasing two project it's always you know oh that no one's gonna do it no one's gonna do it and then you know he did it and so i always tell myself man you can do so much more exactly your body really yeah is resilient and amazing if you and it's all about the mindset also you have to yeah it does, so, yeah. and it hurts sometimes. And there are days you do not want to do it. And some days it's fine to say, you know what, I'm not. Like today, I'm not running today. It's beautiful outside. I'm kind yeah. of regretting But You prefer to uh, listen to your body sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to do that. Sometimes you just need it. Yeah. And, you know, 2021 is still uncertain as to what type of racing opportunities we're going we're gonna to have. Well, yeah. I guess we'll, be, uh, we'll see what happens. Do you, do you have any specific goals you're looking to achieve in the long term or short term? Yeah, well, I, my long-term goal has always been um, the Wasatch 100-mile trail race. It's out in Utah. My parents live there. Oh, it kind of cuts right through where they live. So um, That sounds yeah, amazing. My, yeah, that's my long-term goal is to run that race and, you know, get a, a finishing time and everything. Um, but, I mean, short-term, yeah, I'm sort of just trying to enjoy it right now. I am doing that. Uh, sun up, sun down, 50k at the end of this month. Um, a little different. It's a 5k every hour on the hour. So. Oh yeah, um, I've heard of that. And yeah, you... I'm doing that one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, and I think I was able to do a half marathon this year in training in 93 minutes. So I kind of said I'd like to break 90. Okay. On half. that would be that's a a good milestone for me. Um, but other than that, it's just, you know, like you said, races are kind of hard to come by. They're sort of difficult to get in with the limited amount of registrations right now. So I just want to keep enjoying it and maybe get a little faster in some areas, but, um, yeah, no, I just, that's great. It's my one little thing. So I just keep doing it. That's sub one thirty half marathon. That's a good goal. That's a solid goal. I remember when I was trying to break two. For the half mm-hmm. marathon, you know, I I was in the two hundred six, two hundred seven, and one day I just went out and did uh, a one fifty nine. That was the, the best feeling in the world. Oh, and, it is. Uh, yeah, man, when you get that PR, man, that's awesome. Oh yeah, and you're also passionate about helping others reach their goals. And mm-hmm. uh, as mm-hmm. I said, uh, you you've uh, you write a little bit. Uh, have you updated the blog yet? Is there anything that uh, you are you planning on updating your web blog? Yeah, I'm gonna I. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. I'm going to write a a more in-depth kind of race day, um, I guess, story of the sure. 50K and mm-hmm. kind of how I got there. Some Like we talked about, some training differences and stuff like that. So, yeah, I am going to do that. Um, That's but, great. Uh, but, yeah. And uh, to our new uh, runners out there that are listening, the rookie runners, what's your number one tip uh, for them, for the runner that's just starting out? Less than a year in. Number one tip. Mm -hmm. I would say 
Well, I'll, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to do two. Um, sure. <laughs> don't be afraid of don't be afraid of treadmills. Ah. I love treadmills. I use them all the time. I have one in my garage. Probably do sixty percent of my miles on them. Okay. I love them because you can control the pace, and you can learn what different paces feel like. Yes. Um, but my other, my number one thing that I would say, and I tell this to everybody, is I promise you, you, I have this weird theory that you can run twice as far as you think you can. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all been in. You know, most runners have experienced that runner's high, where you just get in that zone and you feel like you could run forever. Well, I always challenge people when they ask, you know, how can I get longer or faster or whatever. When you find yourself in that zone, if you can, if you're not tied to like a time frame, mm-hmm. keep running as long as you possibly can. That's the only way I ever discovered I was able to run longer than like a 5K was one day I just said, I'm just not going to stop and see what happens. And I think I ended up running like 12 miles that day. I'd never run longer than four. Okay. <laughs> it was and just you felt, like, well, you probably felt yeah, great, just, right? I felt awesome, and it was yeah. like, well, how come I haven't been doing that all along? So I always tell everyone, if you can only run two miles right now, I promise you, yeah, slow it down, dial it down just a little bit, and I guarantee you you'll make, you could do four to five miles. And most people that I've asked to actually try that, they've come back and said, you know what? You're right. It wasn't the most comfortable thing in the world, mm-hmm. but I did it, and That's it great. wasn't as bad as I thought. So yeah, challenge it, yourself. Yes. I think you'd be surprised. Yeah, absolutely. You got to be willing to push through as well because yep. there's going to be some discomfort, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. And yep. You know, Matt, you're, you're the perfect example of a runner that has not allowed external situations to affect uh, your motivation because we, we had a tough 2020 with COVID and all the stuff going on, but yeah. you just kept training and you achieved your goals. And that's really something inspiring that people can really uh, be inspired by. Uh, what's your? What would you say is your true motivation for running? What your why for running? Yeah, um, I mean, I guess the, I can sort of answer that two different ways. Again, number one, I want to be as healthy as possible for my family. You know, mm-hmm. I have a five-year-old and I have a, a daughter on the way. She'll be here in May. Um, Congrats! So, yeah, thanks. I'm excited. I'm nervous and excited. But, yeah. Um, so I always want to be, you know, the best I can be for my family. Um, but number two, I just, I, I don't know. I just, it's kind of my thing. It's it's sort of therapeutic for me. Um, this year was horrible in a lot of different ways. I mean, I'm not trying to get too deep, but, you know, we had a miscarriage early in the year. We struggled to, to you know, get pregnant, ended up now a successful one. Um, and all, all the COVID stuff, it, it was horrible, but I just kind of always go back to running it's my one place it's just me versus me there's no external you know real things coming at me it's just me versus me yes and that's what it's all about yeah try to do your best and kind of disappear from the world for an hour however long you want to run for so exactly i know that feeling well and i want to remind remind our listeners that uh in the photo that they're looking at uh that's your son Putting the medal, that's from the Seashore 50K, right? Yep. Putting yeah, the medal around your neck. That's a proud, really proud moment, I think. Yeah, they made it to the to the finish line. I was really, really stoked to see them. So That's great. That's awesome. You have a great family also, by Thank the way. You. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Well, Matt, it's been a pleasure chatting with you, as always. Uh, stay the course. 
I expect bigger and better things from you, and I'm sure you will accomplish all your goals. And mm-hmm. so I want to wish you all the best, all the best to you and your family moving forward. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely chat again. You know, we, I think you and I, we had some plans to perhaps in the future to do a specific cast about a specific subject. So we'll talk again. I would love that. Yeah, this is great. I really, really appreciate it. That's great. All right, Matt. Thanks again. Yeah. Thank you, Ray. All righty. Welcome to segment three. Time to wrap it up. As always, I enjoyed chatting with Matt. Definitely a thought-provoking conversation. Look forward to hearing from Matt a lot more in future episodes. We'll definitely we'll be collaborating, talk about running a little bit more, and future episodes. One thing I got from our conversation is. Sometimes you have to do what works for you. We're all different. We have different needs in our training routines. So you have to approach your training strategically at times. Some of us need a coach, and that's okay. Some of us are self-coach, like I am. I'll go to the internet or read a book, and, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> and that's okay as well. But regardless of your training method and philosophy, you have to listen to your body. That's the key. At the end of the day, it's your body, and you know it better than most. So you have to do what's right for you. Let's keep the conversation going, folks. Podcast is available on most platforms, as you know, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Catch us on social media. Rookie Runners Podcast on Instagram. Rookie Runners on Facebook. Runner underscore Rookie on Twitter. Are you on Twitter? Twitter's been on the news the past couple of weeks, couple of days. But let's not, I digress. <laughs> But I've been on Twitter since 2006, so I'm like, uh, Twitter's one of my favorite social mediums. I am at Ray on Twitter, so... Check me out there. The show is also available on anchor.fm slash rookie runners. This is where you could leave me a voice message if you wish. So definitely check us out there as well. And thank you so much for listening. Until next time, stay the course, be well, stay safe, and run happy. Run happy.